Hey, Caitlin. Hey, Tammy. Okay, it's my turn to get us. Bring on the crazy. <laughs> bring it <laughs> on. Crazy. Try and like top your stories. <laughs> um, it's it's like sad that we try <laughs> try to one up each yeah, other. Yeah, no, I mean just yeah, we try to, like every episode we try to bring shock value. <laughs> Um, so they'd stop listening otherwise. Yeah, right. We gotta we gotta constantly keep this even crazier. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm gonna bring you some good crazy, not good crazy, but some crazy, um, with Omaima Nelson. Omaima, Omaima, Jemima. That's what I kept I kept saying Jemima, but I'm gonna stop. <laughs> if she says it, just ignore her, because I'm sure it'll probably come out and you won't even know that you're saying it. <laughs> right? Exactly. I had to even write in my notes like how to pronounce it because it's her not name is spelled. Not yeah, it's not Jemima. Um, but yeah, she did some crazy things to her husband, and there is my a hero. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I mean, I get. I get. This lady, but so there's a story that I always tell, and I was trying to find the story. Um, I I watched an episode of Snapped many, many, many years ago, and there was this lady who killed her husband and put him down the garbage disposal, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) So I always tell the story. I know it's crazy, but there's, I always tell the story. So I was trying to find the (laughs) story. Yeah, it is wild. And I tried to find the story. I found her, I thought, so either one, I have been mistelling the story. (laughs) When I tell it, or two, this is these are two different people, um, because th- there's some similarities, but it's definitely not the story that I would tell people. Mm-hmm. So, all right, well, there is a then. garbage disposal involved. Yes, <laughs> we'll call this the garbage disposal lady. Yes, since we can't pronounce her name. Absolutely. All right, well, let's do it. All right. Was an Egyptian immigrant who came to the U.S. at 18 years old. Um, Nelson to, is kind of a white name. Well, that's cause, yeah, because her husband. Oh, okay. okay. I mean, she took on her husband. Right. Yeah, yeah, her husband um, that she ends up killing <laughs> is his last name is Nelson. So she took on his name. I don't the the documentary that I that I watched never. Um, I didn't. I don't remember them saying her. Now that you say that, I don't remember her maiden name. So she's just Omaima Nelson. Um, she was said to be very smart and very beautiful in the pictures. Um, and I'll, you know, we'll put some pictures up for you guys to see. She was, she really was a beautiful, a beautiful woman, yeah. but she did not have a great start to life. No. Um, you know, no, no hate on, on the Egyptians, but there are some, still some cultural things that are done and, and things like that. So I'll get into that, but she definitely, um, did not have a fantastic childhood. Um, she was born in southern Egypt, and um, she was rooted in an, in an area that re- was known to be extremely impoverished. So, um, grew up super, super poor. Her uh, household was said to be ho- very volatile, and her dad was abusive. Mm. Not just physically, but he was abusing the wife and the children sexually as well. Awful. So, she endured a lot. Um in her youth, she was forced to undergo a female genit- genit- genital mutilation. Oh, man. Um, for anybody that's not familiar mm-hmm. with, um, some cultures do do that. 
um, culturally it's done, not just in Egypt, but um, I believe places like in South Africa and stuff like that, they still do these things, but they don't want women to enjoy intercourse. So they cut off with the, at the risk of being, you know, like horribly gruesome in, in detail, but sorry, we have a, a podcast marked explicit. So yeah, I, yeah, okay, okay, get gory. I mean, get gory. <laughs> um, you know, they cut off the parts of the women that you know um, Bring that are stimulated. Yeah, mm-hmm. during during sex, so they don't want them to to enjoy intercourse, and so it makes it makes intercourse um, very uncomfortable, and it's usually done without anesthesia, mm-hmm. so any any sort of anesthesia. So. Um, she did undergo that, so that that happened. So is um, this just to clarify and get Corey here? Are it what did they cut off her clit? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I've mm-hmm. seen too where they actually will sew up the vagina. Yes, until marriage, right? I think so. And how unhealthy? It can't be. Really not good. It really can't be. And it ruins uh it ruins intercourse for life. Like not just. Yeah. So I mean okay. I don't know. It is it yeah. And like I said, it not I'm not ragging on any cultures, but it unfortunately that she did have to undergo this and so i uh, yeah i mean the procedure itself was probably an absolute nightmare oh God, I, I can't even probably pass out paper cuts hurt me yeah no joke no thanks um so eventually omima's mom would would leave dad um she 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 got up the courage and she left and she would take the family with her and they would relocate to um a place called they called it the city of the dead but it's it's a ghetto of cairo egypt um, and if you can imagine, it's even more impoverished than, you know, the other, the, mm. the, the town in southern Egypt. It's she called moved City from. of the Dead. I can't. City of the Dead. It doesn't look like a, sound like a place I'd like, want to visit. No, not at all. Um, so, Omaima now, she's, she's, she's growing up and she's blossoming in, into a beautiful young woman. And, and she has, she was said to be very stunning. And again, we'll post pictures. She really is. She really was a beautiful, it was Anita Steve. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I do have the end of the story. I did Tammy, you wrote this. Um she is she was, I mean, she's older now, but she was a very, very beautiful young woman. So at the age of eighteen, she meets an oil worker from the US. Um, this is in nineteen eighty six, and she moves to Texas with him. This is not gonna be the the husband she kills. So okay, okay. This marriage falls apart. Okay. Um, for unknown reasons. Well, thank God to him. Yeah, so he <laughs> he dodged a bullet. Well, so maybe not a bullet. <laughs> He dodged some things. Wait till you hear. He dodged <laughs> some things. Um, Omaima, she's still 18. Now she's alone in the U.S. And she's broke. She's She knows little English, too. I mean, she's Egyptian. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how they met. How did, how did somebody yeah. from Egypt meet somebody from Texas? Like, was he traveling or was she like a mail-order bride? Yeah, I mean, it sounds like they didn't – they were impoverished. And they clearly didn't give a shit about her. So yeah. my guess – and it's be very, that she was sold. Yeah, and women over there, they want to escape that yeah. lifestyle. So they look for those. I mean, they are mm-hmm. promised all these things to come over here. And, I mean, they think, yeah. well, anything's better than what we're coming from. And then they see their husbands and they're like, dang, never mind. That is – um, because no offense to the men that do the mail-order brides, but most of y'all are unattractive. <laughs> Otherwise, you would not need a mail-order bride. True. Um, so, anyway, um, she – she keeps going. She ends up, she doesn't want to go back to Cairo. She's, she's, she ends up taking these random jobs. She becomes a nanny. She's a maid. She's doing all these things. Yeah, who would want to go back? Yeah, no. Especially, you, you know, you come here and um, we do have all these rights and abilities and things like that that yeah. most women, we take for granted. And, and 
when you look at other women and not just you know Egypt but Asia and, and like the Middle East yeah like we have a we have a lot of abilities and and, and stuff that we can do yeah drive a car <clears throat> so and anyway she would become she would later her beauty would ne- now land her um, a part time modeling job oh wow okay so she got tired of it. And she didn't like living paycheck to paycheck, so she started to look for other ways to make money. Here rolls in the craziness. So she starts to defraud men. I mean, that's pretty lucrative. <laughs> I mean, they're going to pay. She's just resourceful. Yeah. Like, you yeah. know what? She's like, look, I've been abused. I'm going to start abusing. Yeah. Um, Take a page out of their book. Exactly, exactly. And she's using, obviously, her looks to her benefit because she would go man after man and she would just cheat them out of money. So here is, um, she even started using a shotgun to rob them. So she would, you know, have this somewhat relationship with them. And and I'm saying that loosely, like I'm not talking long term or anything, whether she know them for the night or the whatever, she would get Mm -hmm. them in bed and then she'd rob them at gunpoint. So she'd seduce them. Um, in 1991, she makes it at the age of 23, she makes her way to Orange County, California. Why are these two states? Have y'all ever seen the meme where it's, where it's like, um, it's a Harry Potter meme. It's like, how come every time something happens, it's you two and it's always Texas and in California. (laughs) I haven't seen the meme, but yeah, I mean, that's appropriate. I mean, literally. So she makes her way to Orange County, California. This is where she meets Bill Nelson. This is the husband that she will later do some things too. Um, he's also a Texan and he was said to be a big dude. He was 6'4, 230 pounds. Oh. Yeah. So he's a big guy. Um, he was 56 years old when they met and they met while playing pool. Okay. So she's, you know, she's obviously, um, you know, going to these places looking for, yeah, whatever. He was said, to, he was, he was not said, he was a formal, a former pilot who was fired for smuggling illegal drugs and, and um, electronics. So con woman meets con man. Yes. Cool, 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 cool. And then they link up. So he would do that to and from Mexico. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but, I mean, electronics, what the hell could be illegal? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe just stolen stuff? I don't know. I was like, electronics? Teens? In the Teens? 80s? I don't know. So, or 91. What I mean, what were y'all? And that was, you know how, like, even the phones were big? Like, what were they yeah. shipping, like, 600 pounds? Yeah, and the computers, like, not Apple. like their laptops. You can't just it, shove yeah, a bunch of them into a suitcase. They're, That's like, funny. these huge monitors yeah. with the backs on them. That's hilarious. He's like, I don't know. How do you smuggle? That's a good question. He's, like, smuggling VCRs. Um, I don't know how lucrative <laughs> fair, that was. But fair point. <laughs> it probably was VCRs back then. That's funny. Um, so he's doing that tune from Mexico. He ends up serving time for it. But he's still known as a decent guy. People around him were like, he's a good, he was a good guy. I mean. He gave me all these electronics. And, yeah. You know, I mean. He, he was had, a really good deal on he had the hookup. giant TV. No joke. So, I mean, they still said he was, he was known to be a nice guy. <laughs> I guess you can be a nice guy and still be a thief. Yeah. It doesn't mean that you're mean. Just steal things from people. Yeah. I mean, it's just drugs. <laughs> it's just drugs, it's right? It's just drugs. <laughs> <laughs> no big deal. Still a nice guy. Nothing totally. to see Stand up, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so after that, he starts working for a mortgage company. <laughs> and I'm, when I saw that, I was like, hold on, do we not have background checks? Because I know right. I used to work for a bank. My husband used to work for a bank and we had to go through background checks because one, you couldn't have any, um, 
uh, you couldn't have done anything with money because you're going to be handling money. So right, if, you, right, right. if you theft and things like that, like you had to be trustworthy around money. So well, so had he been convicted for the smuggling? Or yeah, he, he served time. His did. ass served time for this. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Three strike rule. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he smuggled somebody else's security number. And oh, it wasn't. <laughs> that's true. The mortgage. I mean, he's a con man. He probably figured a way around it, right? That's true. Yes, I mean, yeah, because the the level, the lengths that people go through to just be slimy. I'm like, can you just be normal? Because yeah. I feel like you get ahead too by just being, you know, doing good things. Yeah. So are we going to see embezzlement in the future? Is that where we're going here? He ain't got no future, girl. I'm sorry. Well, the future's gone. <laughs> the future. It's down the yeah. drain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the future was not bright. Um, he would stop selling loans. <laughs> it would stop being. Not by his own choice. <laughs> yeah. And that would be. So he so he moves to California after he gets out of prison and he's, you know, he's, he's slinging loans left and right. So... He, in California, he he would brag about the land he had in Texas, and he had all this money and cash. And so who do you think that attracted? Omaima. Of course. Omaima Jemima came into the picture. In <laughs> uh, Omaima, she liked older men, so, you know, he was rich. He was older. She was, he was checking some boxes. He's from Texas. He's from Texas. He's in um, California. He has cattle. <laughs> I mean, it's just all the things. The cowboy hat. Yeah. Oh, gets it. Does it every time. <laughs> um, he had five kids and seventeen grandkids. Holy moly! And he had a huge. He owned a. He, well, he, he told her. I'm sorry. He told Omaima that he had a huge cattle ranch in Texas. Uh-huh. We all do. So he didn't. You know. know. Yeah. Those of you not from Texas, we all have cattle ranches. <laughs> That's just the way of life I down here. Cows in my backyard. Yeah. We just. Yeah. And goats. Um. Okay. So they they meet. And they were married a month after they were dating. So a very, very short courtship. Um, ladies and gentlemen, please get to know the people that you are going to marry. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Just public service announcement. <laughs> um, so she phones her Egyptian priest. Then, then they go to the Justice of the Peace in Phoenix. And boom, done. It is official. They are married. He takes her to Texas to introduce her to his family. No mention of if she got to see the cattle ranch, because that would be my first question, is we going to see this cattle ranch? Yeah. I mean, I think I probably would have asked this before we got married. Like, yeah. I want to see this cattle ranch. Let me see how, let me see some bank accounts. Like, right. if that's, if I'm marrying for that purpose, right? Totally. Even still, it's a little weird that they got married before she saw, yeah. saw it, you know? Yeah, I mean. They're in the same country. Just, yeah, people just lie. Yeah. I'm just saying. Um, Omaima, while they were visiting family, she would, they, I guess they went out riding horses and she would suffer a fall. And the daughter of Bill said that she was a, t- she's a tough cookie because <laughs> she fell and they were all like, you, that was a nasty fall. You need to go seek some medical attention. And Jemima, she literally took Jemima, Tylenol. You did it. You Jemima, Jemima. <laughs> I knew she was going to do it, y'all. She Sorry. did it. <laughs> Sorry, Jemima. Don't, don't come after me. Jemima, Omaima. <laughs> I, I apologize to the it. syrup. I <laughs> did not mean to offend the syrup company. Um, but yeah, oh my. <laughs> oh my mo. She literally just took some ty- oh, some aspirin and she took a swig of vodka and that was it. She that a girl. was good. <laughs> so she was said to be a tough lady. I mean, if she could talk, she, if she couldn't talk. I'm sure you can talk, oh my mo. I'm sorry. But she'd probably be like, I freaking had my, you know, my 
hoo-ha cut up into pieces. This ain't shit. Right. Yeah, I'm good. Um, so two weeks later, they returned to the, to Bill's apartment in Costa Mesa. And that is where I'm saying, man, got a, an apartment, but he got an apartment. Okay. And that's where he's at full time. Sure, sure, sure. (sighs) Bill says, he calls his daughter, Margaret, and he tells her, it's going great. They're, we're, they're awesome. They're in the honeymoon phase. Him and Omaima are having, you know, the best time ever. And he invites his daughter to Thanksgiving dinner, which is coming up. And she, the daughter says, says No. Which, who Pass. knows why. She just declines. <laughs> she declined. Um, but she, that she would not see her dad again. So this, Wrong choice, sister. Yeah, I mean, but she might have been in it, too. I don't know if she, if she could have saved his life or she would have been. Yeah, she might have been saved her own life. Oh, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still, I'd like to see where the money is. Cause, and no point, the reason why I say this is at no point, Throughout this story, was it ever revealed that he had money? They didn't say either way that he was lying about it. They yeah. just said he that's what he told her, but he maybe I'm I don't know. I'm sorry, Bill. Well, I'm sorry if you had the if you had the cattle ranch. Maybe you did. Yeah. And you know what's crazy too is that she would spend like a single night with guys and hold them up at gunpoint. But she like Yeah. What was it about Bill? Yeah. Good old Bill that she was like gonna hang in there for the long haul just to see this cattle ranch may or may not exist. It's just yeah. so weird that that she hung in for that long. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it was it was the John Wayne. It was the walk. Yeah. Maybe it she actually really did like this one. The swagger. Um, the little strut. The stirrups. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the chaps. The chaps. <laughs> she was like, that a pistol in your pocket? <laughs> um, no, baby, that's a shotgun. <laughs> really big. Okay. Anyway, I don't know. We don't, and it, we won't know about his penis size. I'm sorry. <laughs> Spoiler alert. We will not find that out. Um, but anyway, so he says, so we now we fast forward. November 1991, Jose Escobel is shaken awake by frantic knocking at his door at 3 a.m. Who, who's this dude? Oh, you'll find out. Okay. <laughs> He's Probably the smartest okay. man in this whole damn story. <laughs> Somebody's um, got to be. So someone's banging at, at the door, you know, and he looks out the blonde. He's, you know, he's it's 3 a.m., so he's like, oh, my gosh, who's at my door? What's going on? You're knocking like the police. And he looks out the window, and he sees a red Corvette. Uh-huh. Bill has a red Corvette. So, okay. by the way, we're going to tie in. So he sees a red Corvette, and he's like, I don't know who this is. So he goes back to bed. <laughs> now, I probably, I probably would not answer the door at 3 a.m. I'm also a female, but right. I would at least call the police. Yeah. Just because I'm like, what the hell For do you need? Sure. Like, I mean, when he says like she was frantically banging, he goes back to bed. I don't know if she per- continued to knock or whatever, but so, so sidebar on this, there was one night. I think I was actually home alone. Nate was um, out of town one night, and which doesn't happen that often, but it, it happened to be that way. And I must have been in a very sound sleep in our old house, and. I remember, like, waking up and seeing, like, there was the door, several doorbell rings at, like, in the middle of the night, probably around 3 a.m., and I didn't hear any of it, although our doorbell didn't always go off whenever it was, I don't know why, but it wasn't, always, it wasn't, didn't sound every single time, mm-hmm. and I guess I didn't hear it buzz on my phone, so um, I looked, and it was two police officers at my door. I guess there was somebody... I can't remember the whole situation, but it was something like somebody had like gone missing or something like that. They oh. did eventually. It was a kid, maybe, or a teenager, oh. but they were looking to see if we had seen anything, and so they rang our doorbell several times. And I'm not sure if they did it to all the rest of our neighbors mm-hmm. like that, but 
you would think somebody didn't answer the first time. You're not just going to keep counting that one house. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not sure Especially what the deal was. Especially at 3 a.m. And it's so crazy. I didn't hear anything. My dog didn't bark. Like, she was home. She mm. didn't bark. So, I don't know. Neither one of us heard it. But, um, yeah. So, even then, I probably still wouldn't have answered the door by myself, even if it was a police officer. Just not nowadays. Because people would be no. impersonating. Totally. And I'd be calling 911 first. Like, are yeah. there these legit people at my house? 100%. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's just unfortunately. If our podcast has taught you nothing, trust no one. <laughs> no joke. Don't, I don't care what don't they're wearing. Them. Yeah, no, Verify because people. First. Yeah, it's it's really it's just it's sad that we have to live this life, but yeah. here we are. Um. So yeah, he see he sees just the Corvette, and he decides he's going to go back to bed. Well, later that same day, around one o'clock, the Corvette returns, knocks at the door, and this time he answers because he says daylight, no crimes happen when the sun is up. <laughs> And he's the smart one. I said he's the smartest. Okay. Yeah, he's yeah. the smartest in this story. Like, I'm just saying. Dumb criminal. Yeah, exactly. It's Omaima. Not to be confused with Jomaima. <laughs> um, she's in tears. She's, so, she's showing Jose all these cuts and bruises. She says that Bill attacked her. And it's let's, let's Jose does not know Omaima very well, by the way. They're said to just be acquaintances. Does I don't know the connection. They never talk about it. They just that he he yeah. recognized her, but he's not he didn't know her yeah, know that her. well. So she's saying, you know, she had to she had to get away from him. She had to fight him off. And she says she ends up she had to beat him to death with a lamp. So Bill is dead. Okay. But she did this in self defense, apparently. So um she said that she had she had cut him up and she put him in trash bags and now she needs help disposing of the body and she needs Jose's pickup truck. Are you kidding me? I can say this because my husband's Hispanic, but you know, we all go to like the the Hispanic guy with the truck. Okay. Um, okay. That was her first, that mean, was her like, that was her second move. She's like, I know somebody with a pickup. But like she admits to murdering the guy and is like, Cool, do you mind being my accomplice? We yeah, don't know each other but Yeah, yeah but in fairness. Mind? In fairness, she does offer him $75,000 and two motorcycles. Oh, cool. I mean, so, I mean fair this makes it, Yeah, this, this this makes it fair. You know what I mean? <laughs> Get out the of wash. It. Yeah, 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 I mean, mm-hmm. at least she did not expect this help for free. Like, she was going to compensate him. So, so in my mind, you know, at least you're considerate Yeah. in this cool. moment. She had a plan. So she says she needs this truck. She'll give him, you know, the things that I just mentioned, uh, the truck and all that. So Jose agrees. He says, okay, I'll tell you what. He's like... Go back to go back to your apartment. Wait for me, so it's not so obvious. Mm-hmm. And um, I'll go get my truck, and we'll we'll pick Bill up in all these pieces, and we'll do whatever the hell they think they're gonna do to this guy. As soon as she leaves, he calls nine one one. Okay, good. I was yeah. gonna say, is he gonna drive her to the police station? Like, yeah, he's probably like, look, lady, I am not going. To, well, good. I'm not going down for this. I'm probably like a month away from being a citizen, so. <laughs> uh, again, my husband's Hispanic. We make jokes. No, don't don't write hate mail. We all we love everyone. Um, and he reports her ass. Thank you. He tells the police exactly what happened. She came over. All the things. So they find um, the police go searching for. Her. They find the red Corvette. You know, it's not a not a difficult car to spot. And and Omaima's in it. And they question her, and she says, "Oh no, Bill is in Florida. He's on business. He's in business in Florida." Like, denies the entire thing to Cool, claim. let me see your house. No shit. Thank God the police were not not <laughs> idiots in this instance. They're like, yeah, that's a cool story, lady. Let me search your vehicle. And then we they find... Um, Billy Boy. Yeah. And at the time, they they think it's him, but, you know, they're not sure. 
So they find yeah, um, pieces. no shit. And let wait till just wait. Just, y'all <laughs> okay. just wait. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. This is disgusting. Um, this is just the start. <laughs> like this, this isn't even the bad part of it. Okay. So they search her vehicle and they find they find one suitcase with with just organs, with just human organs. So okay. And so she, she organized it. She says, "Oh no, that's someone else that Bill killed." Like what? this lady's story chain. Oh my no. Listen, lady, you got to keep it. The trick to this is you you get a story and you stick to it, okay? Yeah. Like, come on. Judge Judy, she says, you don't have to re-, She goes, lies are hard to remember. You don't it's have true. to remember the truth. That's um, true. That's so true. this is her story one. Like, well, this is story two, obviously. He went from being in Florida, now Bill killed somebody. Um, So they found, you know, lungs with black spots. In the in the in the suitcase, I don't know why the story meant like the documentary. Made was he me, a smoker? He was a smoker. Okay, so maybe that's what it was. Medical examiner said, "Oh, this from smoking," and <laughs> no shit. And Bill was a smoker. Yeah. Um, mom, I'm sorry if you're listening, but my mom goes, "I don't inhale." And she's like, she she's convinced the doctors. Um, my mom's not listening. She wouldn't listen to this. Uh, <laughs> but she's like, "Oh no, the doctors they can't tell that I smoke because I don't inhale." <sighs> anyway, <laughs> parents. You know what's funny? I don't really think I think I could probably talk smack about most of the people in my life that they're not listening to. All of our fans are yeah, genuinely thanks a lot, like you people family. who don't know us. So cool, cool, cool. Freaking family. Thanks for the for the podcast family we have. I know, and nobody else loves us. We only had one. He's still listening in heaven, but still, we only had one. The rest <laughs> of I, I like ask my family. I'm like, if you listen to my podcast, are you a podcast? <laughs> I, I always get that. Oh, I keep meaning to listen to. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. One day, and then your sister, big and popular. (laughs) Your sister, (laughs) your sister refuses. We love, we love Caitlin's sister, by the way. But yeah, she refuses to do it. You're weird. Yeah, but that is why this this podcast is hopefully amusing. Yes, we're attracting more weirdos just like us. Yes, hopefully not murderers and other criminals. Yeah, no, we We just want the people who want to know the stories about all of them. Exactly, we're not down with the serial killers. We're just here to make fun of the serial killers. Um. So anyway, yeah, he was a smoker. Um. They. They, at the time, aren't 100%, but they do believe it to be Bill. <laughs> it gets... I have notes here, though. I have to... So, obviously, I meant this when I was watching it. It gets crazier. <laughs> um, they find... So, they go back to the apartment. They find more suitcases filled um, with body parts and black bags. So, the, the suitcases... Inside the suitcases are black trash bags, and inside the trash bags are body parts. And yes, I will post pictures. <laughs> they are pictures. It's this. It's gross. Um. So they go to the bedroom and they find a mattress that's soaked in blood in human hair. Like they, it's they said it's drenched in blood. I bet it was. It's a hack fest, <sighs> girl. In the bathroom, in the bathroom, suspended above the bathtub, still bleeding out, is Bill's hollow torso. Oh, cute. He had been skinned. <laughs> this lady, Mima. Uh, I mean, this lady had him all over the place. So in the kitchen, they find human hands in a frying pan <laughs> with oil oh being fried. She'll later tell you why, but we'll keep going. Oh, my God. In the trash can, because this took place Thanksgiving weekend, in the trash can, they would find turkey meat, probably still good, Um, with pieces of bill they found his tits they found you know all these things mixed in with the cranberry sauce um 
in the freezer. Is this the Thanksgiving dinner she was cooking? Girl, I don't, I'm still trying to figure out how they, they obviously made it. No, I don't know if Bill made it through dinner, actually. (laughs) Imagine if his daughter came, was she going to serve him, serve the daughter, the dad? Like, was this part of her Thanksgiving dinner plan? What? Yeah. You dodged a bullet, sister. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't, that, that I'm a little unclear of, like, did this happen before or after the dinner itself? Um, in the freezer, there were, there were freezer bags. And, you know, the, the, at first the cops were like, oh, these must be frozen vegetables. Nope. They found a large round object wrapped in tin foil. It was his head. It was also deep fried. So investigators would find wounds on his ankles, um, like he had been shackled. The wrists were too badly, you know, injured and cut and, and all of the things to, oh to know if he was bound. But they do believe he was. And like I said, th- this is not over. Like, this continues. They, they still find some crazy stuff. So the, the medical examiner, they look, at, they look at Omima and they look at her injuries. Because, again, she's claiming that she had to do this in self-defense. And that he, was, that he attacked her. And they say that the cuts on her hands and things like that are from from uh, what you would sustain if you were if you were you were cutting objects. You know yeah. what I mean? Like those. So those were like self inflicted, not intentionally, but just from her sawing through bone and doing all these yeah. things. And so they so they so now now they start questioning her. <laughs> um, I mean, I would start questioning her the second the first suitcase is found in the car. Yeah, but whatever. So now they start questioning her. Crazy. She's not arrested. They just bring her in for questioning. So they present her with the evidence, and she still goes on. like She's still acting like Bill's alive. She's, she swears she's in Florida. Was it a good old, may we have his phone number, please? <laughs> <sighs> so she she finally starts to realize, jig is up. I yeah. got caught. So then her story changes for the 15th time. She says she has no memory of doing this. Like, like the blackout she had. Yeah. Demons <laughs> in her inside her made her do it. That I believe. Um, yeah, I do believe in evil. I do think that people have to possess some sort of evil to do something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, this was a bit much. So, mm-hmm. um, Or you're just cra- straight up schizo crazy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the demons made her do it. They, she said that she kept having this reoccurring vision of two bloody women um, coming to her and then telling her to kill Bill. Not you the think movie. that that's where the movie? <laughs> yeah, not the, wait. I'm not. You know, I haven't seen Kill Bill. I haven't either. Oh dang, we might need to watch it. Yeah, let's do it. Um, so the investigators they start to put Bill's body back together. You know, they're finding all these pieces here and there, and they do they do see that his head had sustained about 25 different head wounds. From they think that she used several different objects to be, to bash his brains in. Oh my god. Um. They and it says that they, the couple were in, they were into bondage, and so that is probably what helped her coax Bill into the bedroom and, and allow her to tie him up. Yeah, because if, let me tell you something. My not to give you all insight into my bedroom, but <laughs> if if my if I told my husband I'm going to tie you up, he'd be like, "Where where have you what have you done with my wife? Where <laughs> exactly? Like, yeah, this is yeah. this is new." <laughs> um, so she obviously had him tied up, and that is why because he's a big dude. Remember, guys, he's oh, a big yeah. dude. She's not. Yeah, she's a tiny little you know female. So. Very small framed, um, so, I mean, cause the, otherwise, how else are you going to overpower him to beat him yeah. upside his head as many times as she did? So, um, the, the cuts, the, the, the she's um, severing, you know, she's cutting up the body and things like that. They're saying that the cuts were so precise that investigators had wondered that she probably had done this before. 
Like, she did a good job setting him up. Mm. And she had thought of a couple, like, a few different things, and I'll get into that. But, um, so they're assembling Bill's body, and, you know, they're comparing it to the weight on his driver's license. And they're like, okay, look, Bill was said to be, you know, whatever I said it was. What did I say? He's about 230 pounds. Yeah. They're missing 80 to 100 pounds of Bill. Where's the rest of Bill? So the neighbor reports that she hears the garbage disposal going all night long until it finally breaks. So we do think that she was putting parts of Bill down the garbage disposal. Um, they do, she, at the time it is uh, suspected that she was eating him. I'll go into that too. And um, what happened to the skin? Maybe that was part of it. Yeah, what happened to <laughs> the skin? Because he was skinned. Yeah, the torso was okay. skinned. Oh, um, just the torso? I thought it was Well, body. at least the torso, because that's what they say. Like, he, remember, he was hanging from the bathtub, right, right. and the torso had been skinned. Gotcha. Okay. I was expecting his whole I body mean, to skin. But, yeah, they, I mean, they were missing a lot of and the organs. Well, mm-hmm. I guess they put the organs back in. Mm-hmm. They said they put the body up. Mm-hmm. Just... Yeah. Who wants that job? Not it. No. No. That's just, that thing just make you, like, stay up at night. Yeah. Um, She had been, a, she, so she, um during the investigation, she gets arrested. Get this. This, well, lady, this lady cray cray. As if that we didn't already know this. But she gets arrested and she's arrested for shoplifting at like a, a department store. Uh-huh. And the two security officers, they try to apprehend her and she tries, she goes for the one security officer, obviously a female, hopefully, um, because she tries to bite her breast off. Okay. She tries to get a breast. Well, of course, the security guard's like, you're not getting my booty. And so <laughs> she backs up and then the other security guard steps in and she goes after his crotch. Oh my God. So she bites him, and and she gets away. She manages to um to to like flee, um and so she she does get away. She she is caught shortly after, and um on December twenty second, I'm sorry, on December second of nineteen ninety two, she's put on trial for Bill's death. Uh, during the trial, they call her ex boyfriend Robert Harrison to the stand. Okay, and he says he goes, yeah, she she chained me up. Um, to the bed one night, and she she produced a revolver. She was threatening to kill me and shoot me with a revolver, but he broke free, and he escaped. He didn't report this because he said that he was embarrassed. He didn't well, want people yeah. to know that, you know, this woman had basically uh-huh. done this to him and, you know, all the hazing that goes along with all that. So she was not – no charges were ever brought against her for that. Um, so she has a public defender, and the public defender keeps – you know, his their, their, their defense is that she was a victim of abuse – and she's innocent. She ne- she maintains her innocence the innocence entire time. So she never she kind of tiptoes around, you know, that she actually did it. Um, she does say that I don't know how you say you're innocent and then you proceed to say this stuff, but right. She stabbed him to um to death to escape him. She said she stabbed him to death. Um, I mean, I am often threatened by someone else who's tied up and beaten with their head yeah, bashed in. The that's story very was- threatening to me. Yeah, and I mean, obviously, autopsy and things like that reveal that that's not how he, yeah. he passed, but she's an idiot. Yeah, and he was tied up. She had, And then after she stabbed him to death to escape him, she had to cut him up, and she had to dispose of him, and that's why she started chopping and putting. And eating. Um, and Yeah, and eating him, and wait till, you know. So neighbors, neighbors also, you know, they would testify that they heard cutting sounds, and, and they would hear all these um, noises at night. Dr- Jeffrey Dahmer all over again. Mm. And so the only reason why she was cooking his hands is because she was trying to get rid of the fingerprints. fingerprints. Yep. Okay. So 
Um, she had mixed pieces of veal and turkey in the trash can, hoping like, oh, people like the trash people would be like, oh, this is just turkey meat. Okay, that's actually smart. Yeah. But she would also, um, she would also castrate him. So in another effort to humiliate him, she would castrate his his, his body. Some of this is believed oh. to have happened while he was still alive. Oh yuck! Um, Ouch. She was she was even going to try and feed him to the family. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. I know. I was like, I was like, sometimes we like read each other's minds. <laughs> but or these killers' minds. Yeah, I know, right? How how far can we take it? That's why I think I'd be good at investigating because like I can see into the yeah. Mind nothing's of like off the table. You're yeah. like, that doesn't sound too crazy. Actually. Right. Anyway, a psych um, Omaima psychiatrist says um, that she's she's definitely psychotic. <laughs> Thank you for that good diagnosis. Conclusion. We really yeah. needed that. I mean, I don't think we need a degree for that, but um, <laughs> she she does give details. The psychiatrist does give details on how crazy she Omaima actually is. She said that uh, Omaima had talked to her about um, when she killed Bill that she was she had dressed herself in a red hat with red shoes and red lipstick, and um, she did this because she Omaima believed I don't know if she still does but at the time she believed herself to be. Uh, I can. They did not tell me who the Egyptian goddess is. I could probably look it up. But there's an Egyptian uh, um, goddess in Egyptian mythology. Of uh, she dresses in in. Um, she's the goddess of sacrifices, and she dresses in red. And Omaima believes either she's her or she's a descendant of this goddess. Well, you know what so else? She too, right dressing right. in red, the blood would stain it less. So. That I mean, smart. That's okay. smart. You just scrub less. I mean, yeah. we got things to do. She had a lot of cooking to do. It's a lot easier to get blood stains out of red. No joke. Yes. I'm thinking ahead. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, I like it. So she says, Omaima says, yeah, she believes she's de- she's a descendant from you know ancient Egyptian um, gods and goddesses that they come to her and they communicate and she acts on their behalf. Mm-hmm. She acted on their behalf and she acts on their behalf. How old was she around this time? Uh, she was. It's in like her 20s. She was 23. I should know this. I write these Teenagers. stories. Well, I don't write these stories, but yeah, I do. There's one right there. 23. Yeah, she's 23. Because, like I said, they were not together very long at all. Yeah. So, um, just in looking at other cases, um, I've read recently that women are typically diagnosed with schizophrenia in their late 20s, early 30s. Yeah. So, it would be a little bit early. I mean, not unheard of, but... If she's hearing voices, it's potential that that could be the direction she went into. Yeah, we were talking about that um, during. I don't know if we were if we were recording when we were talking about it during one of the episodes. But we were talking about how yeah, most most um, people with schizophrenia are not even diagnosed with it until because yeah. you think that you have those signs, but later yeah. in life, yeah, yeah. Which I mean, I'm again, I'm not, I'm not a psychologist. Or psychologist for but women, it's like late twenties, early thirties, and then men is like late teens, early twenties mm-hmm. is when schizophrenia totally. shows up for them. So it's I mean, she'd be on the earlier side of it, but it's potential that if she experienced it that that would still be something. For, yeah, and I mean there's possible. no doubt in my mind that there could have been some things from her past and her childhood that has obviously triggered this hatred for men. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not saying that she should take it to yeah. this level by any means, but you know, like I said, you've already got that seed planted, and then you yeah. and then you've got you know the with the right environment. Here we go. Well, and when somebody commits that kind of violence against you, I mean, there's no way she willingly was like, "Here, cut off my oh lady yeah, parts. of course not." You know, please sew me up. Like, I, who can blame her for having that kind of animosity? And yeah, and I mean, anger towards men to castrate him too. You know, there's some level of yeah, you know, um, hatred to not just kill but like let's just say you you he 
let's run with her theory for just all of a second mm -hmm. that she was acting in self-defense and blah, blah. the level mm -hmm. that she goes to to humiliate him and mutilate the body there was yeah there's more to it you know what I mean? like vindication for what she had right. to go through um you know and she claims i mean so i'll tell you some some of the things she says bill bill would say and do but um she said you know bill would demand oral sex every day um and that that would that made her crazy she um and in the Egyptian culture, they talk on um, why why she needed to uh, why she felt she needed to mutilate the body. I guess you know you can in the afterlife if you're cut into pieces and stuff like that. And in, in this particular, I guess, belief system culture, I don't know what religion it is in, in particular. Um, if you cut them up, they can't join you in the afterlife. And so she mm -hmm. didn't want him to join her in the afterlife. Interesting. Okay. Um, she did prepare his ribs restaurant style. <laughs> And she ate them, and she said, quote, it was so sweet. The end? I do like oh, some ribs. But, <laughs> a little barbecue sauce. I mean, I can't, mm -hmm. I can't confirm or deny that. Did Jemima make some pancakes? <laughs> <laughs> she used, her, she used some, some syrup. <laughs> um, she was, she's, but she says, she, and she, they, she's not talking about Bill in particular when she talks about this. She's just talking generally. But she says she only eats parts with muscle, like thighs, calves, and tongue. And she can make soup out of eyes. What are the chances she did this to somebody else and then fed it to Bill? Oh, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, you know she did this before. She because she's. It's like the whole OJ. If I did it, book. Uh, we know you did it. Um, nutritious. She would say that that her soup, her eyeball soup, is very nutritious and healthy. Oh, good. I'll to take know. her word for it. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't eating it. No I won't. Thing. I won't even eat goat eyeballs and all no. that stuff. I'm not doing it. No one eat any eyeballs. Ooh. Nothing. No, 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 Pass. no eyeballs. Um, she she would maintain that she was, you know, she was abused all her life. When she took the stand, she was she says, um, Bill would always tell her, "I bought you." So that's where I'm like, uh, was she uh, a mail order bride? Why would, you know, I bought you? I don't know, but that could also mean he's paying for her lifestyle. You know, there's so many different. I don't know. Yeah. Um. She swore she didn't eat Bill, though. Um, she said that she she was um, planning on it, but she didn't do it. She didn't get that far yet. Yeah. Um, and, and even though there's a lot missing, there's a lot of pieces missing of Bill. Yeah. So despite all this. She put a lot in the trash, though, too. Uh, she did. I mean, there were, and it got down the garbage disposal. Like, there's so many different. Yeah. Um, so despite all of this, she's acquitted of first-degree murder. And um, they said they said there's just not enough evidence to uh, prove that it was premeditated. <laughs> she put on a red dress, people. Like that that little piece right there tells you. Yeah, she was acting on. Correct. Like she had mm -hmm. some sort of, you know, knowledge that she's going to do this, and she's having these visions, mm -hmm. and she's doing. You know what I mean? So maybe not. There's some sort of premeditation, in, in my opinion, on it. Yeah. But, so she's sent to prison for 27 years, and she but she gets a uh, second degree murder. That was her conviction. Um, Omaima apologized for dismembering Bill. Uh, she said she was acting in self defense again. Uh, she Omaima was remarried in prison to a seven, 76 year old dude, and they were said he's dead now. Spoiler alert, he's dead. <laughs> but they were said to have three day conjugal visits, and he would say 
that they would have, um, they would be, they would be in, you know, kitchens and rooms together alone, and they'd be knives and stuff like that. I mean, prison is a crazy place. <laughs> and he never felt threatened. He never uh-huh. felt threatened. I mean, crazy. So in, um, in 2026, she'll be 58 years old, and she will be eligible for parole. Jeez. And then she'll be out. And 58 is still young, y'all. Eligible doesn't mean that she's Oh, that's true. Allowed, that's so. true. Please don't let her out. Please do not let her out. 58 Where, is still young. She can still do this again. Like, 100%. no. 100%. Where is she in prison? Do you know? I think she's, she's in California. Okay. So the story that I have for everyone, and I need to figure out if it's the same story or not, Um, the it's, it sounds very similar, but yes, she was said to have been possessed by demons, all this stuff. She takes her husband and... Um, she chops him up and she's putting him down the garbage disposal for days and days and days and days. And finally the garbage disposal conks out. <laughs> she calls maintenance and maintenance goes in and, and, um, you know, is trying to figure out what's going on with the garbage disposal because they're renting an apartment and he finds bone fragments and things like that in the garbage disposal. So he's like, what the hell was she putting down the right. garbage disposal? So he starts to open up the fridge. I don't think that I'd open up somebody's fridge, but, no. um, he opens up the fridge, and, and that's where he finds the hands and the and all of that. Oh my and so my story is always, you know, scream. oh for sure. <laughs> and everybody's like, oh my gosh, that's awful, like that's disgusting or whatever. And, I'm, and my question is, what brand was the garbage disposal? I mean, <laughs> that thing was going and going and going. I don't know. So either I've been telling the story totally wrong, or there are two different stories. That sounds like there might be. Well, and honestly, I mean, apartment grade—they're not always like the highest end, so. Interesting. Very interesting. So that is Omaima. She's still kicking it in prison. Um, still relatively young. So let's oh just God. all say a prayer that she does not get out because yeah. that that was a very very gruesome. I mean, that's brutal. One thing to kill, but to be able to go through the lengths that she went through. How did she not get body. life? This is what I don't understand. California. Jeez. Yeah. Ugh. Well, okay, and then I had another thought, too, on um, the guy she married in prison. They don't usually commingle. I don't so how the hell did that happen? I don't understand how they were getting conjugal visits, especially, I mean, you're serving time for something like that. I'm sorry, but prison is a is a punishment, guys. It's a yeah. consequence, so I don't understand why they get so many, you know, like, regular. Right. I mean, okay, you're in there for, like, for three tax days. fraud, whatever. Yeah. And yeah, but three day conjugal. Yeah, they get to have like three day vacation time. That's not you know. No. Meanwhile, my butt's working seven days a week. Yeah. And I like haven't seen a vacation in fifteen Girl. years. So I, can, I hear that. But yeah. yeah, so that is that is Omaima Jemima Nelson. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I'll sleep easier tonight knowing that she's behind bars for the next three years. At yeah. least. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we'll we'll do an update in three years. Hopefully we're still doing this podcast. We'll let you know if she got out or not. In fact, if you want us to be doing this podcast, please fund us. Exactly. <laughs> we're looking for people to help us. Yeah. To sponsor the podcast. So if you're one of them, you can email us at momswhotalkcrime at gmail.com. Or if you have any ideas, suggestions, feedback, anything, we'd love to hear from you. Um, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and now on TikTok at Moms We Talk Crime. And... Don't forget to leave us a rating, please. please. If you love us, and we know you love us, because that's why you're still listening at the end of this podcast, please leave us a rating and a review and tell everybody else how much you love us so that we can start getting more listeners. Um, anyway, we'll talk to you next week. See ya! Bye.